saying it's the worker's beat. I'm Gene Lance, the beautiful redhead. Bonnie Mathias. Good morning. Right here today. Yes. Everybody's been asking me about Judy Bryant. Here's the latest word what? on Judy Bryant. She gets out of the hospital either tonight or tomorrow morning. She made it through the surgery. Oh, my gosh. So, Sir Judy Bryant, the organizer for the Texas Alliance for Retired Americans, is well. Did she have her her, her knee replaced? Uh, You don't discuss those things. Uh, Anyway, she's getting out of the hospital. Yay, Judy! More actions coming up. On December the 14th, the electors will meet in their states and cast paper ballots. That's the governor Monday. will certify the results. Monday. December the 15th is the deadline for your insurance choices. December the 17th at 7.30, Dallas AFL-CIO virtual Christmas party fun and fundraiser, which will be on Facebook. Yes. So just go to Dallas AFL-CIO at 7.30 and enjoy. Have a good time. I'm pretty excited You can about buy that. tickets in advance. They're okay. selling tickets for tickets. the raffle. Yeah. December the 23rd, the governors send the electoral votes to Congress. January the 6th, the newly elected Congress meets in joint session to officially accept the results from each state and count them. And that is the formal end of the presidential, vice presidential race. Thank God. Uh, January 20th is Inauguration Day. And one more date. February the 16th is the deadline for high school students to apply for Texas AFL-CIO scholarship program. You have to have a parent or a grandparent that's in the AFL-CIO to get those $1,000 scholarships. So we are expecting Michelle to call. Has she called yet? Nope. When Michelle calls, we will talk about what's going on with the Texas State employees. But I want to go on about unemployment because the Congress is not able to uh, reconcile their differences on unemployment. They in general, re- they can't even agree that the president lost, for God's sake. The, in general, the uh, in general, the Democrats want to get dem- uh, want to get unemployment payments in the new relief bill. Absolutely. And in general, Republicans don't. Uh, and the president has his own bill, which uh, leaves out the unemployed altogether. Yeah. Meanwhile, the new the number of new unemployment claims rose sharply to eight hundred fifty three thousand last week, an increase of 137,000 from the week before. Southwest Airlines issued 1,322 furlough notices to Texas workers. This is getting awful. Uh, 6.6 billion was spent on the presidential race. A total of 14 billion, more than twice the 2016 expenses was spent on the federal races. Relief bills abound. Eight, uh, let's see. Uh, the breakdown in unemployment, 10.7 million are officially unemployed. 7.1 million are employed but have taken a cut in pay or hours. 5.0 million dropped out of the labor force altogether, so they don't even count them. 3.3 million are unemployed but misclassified. Each of the 20 million unemployed could have received $700, $700 from the $14 billion spent on the federal races, if you divide it up. State and local races aren't even computable, so you don't even know how much they spent in the election on state and local races. But it could have gone to the unemployed. That's the point I'm trying to make. And uh, it didn't. Did Michelle call? Okay. Good morning, Michelle. Thanks for calling KNON. I'm going to sign off of Facebook Live, so go to KNON.org or 89.3 FM to continue listening. Thank you. Hi, Michelle. You're on the air. Hi, Jane. Hi, Bonnie. How Hi, Michelle. Good. How are you, baby? How are you? I haven't seen you in forever. You're, I know. I miss you. 
You're a union organizer, Michelle. What what union? I'm an organizer for Texas State Employees Union. T S E U Texas State Employees Union. I've been getting That's some right. I've been getting some hot emergency messages from them on the internet. What's going on? Well, here's the issue. Our indicted attorney general, Ken Paxton, issued an opinion earlier this year stating that Janice versus ASME applies to public employees in right to work Texas. Uh-huh. And the comp the comptroller, Ken Paxton, I mean, uh, well, the comptroller is trying to appease Ken Paxton. Well, that was a, wait a minute, that was a Supreme Court bill, a Supreme Court decision called Janus versus AFSME, which, which, which condemns public workers to purgatory. It's a very bad thing for public <laughs> workers, but it didn't really, it wasn't about state workers. So, so now you're saying Paxton is saying that the state workers have to fall into it. Right. Yeah, the purpose of Janice really was to bring right to law, right to work laws to states that didn't have them. Oh. Texas already had them, so it shouldn't have really affected Texas at all. So what they call right, right to work laws is really right to scab laws. So it's a anti-union, it's a union-busting Supreme Court decision. And now you're saying that Supreme that Attorney General Paxton. The shame of the nation, by the way, oh, is now uh, trying to make uh, that apply to state workers. So what will that That's do then? Right. What will that do to they're the make, state workers? They're making it harder for state workers to join their union. Oh, no. Instead of uh, using the rules we've been using for 30 years, they want to change it to where uh, people have to go through their employer. They have to go to their boss, basically, and ask to join the union. So the boss... You have to ask your boss if you can join the union? That, that should work that, well. <laughs> <laughs> and they want to put this crazy language on the membership form. This is really the kicker. They want something on the forms that says, I understand I'm giving up my first degree, my First Amendment right by joining the union. Well, no, is- no. What? But they're not giving up their right to speak. In fact... If they're in the union, they got the right, got to, speak. The right to speak. And so if they they're not in the union, they don't dare speak. They got this stuff all twisted. They're exercising their right of First Amendment when they join the union, I would say, wouldn't you? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'll tell you what. So, these... Anyway, we're asking everybody to uh, go to our event bright page and sign a letter to the comptroller and ask him not to enact these rules. And you can find that letter on our TSEU website, which is www.cwa-tseu.org. Okay, cwa-tseu.org. Dot com. Better say that again. You better say that again because people didn't write it down. CWA what? CWA-tseu.com. Or just Google Texas State Employees Union, and you'll find it very easily. All right. And you want them to write a letter? Who does the letter go to? To the comptroller, Glenn Hager. And also to Rob Coleman, director of the Fiscal Management Division. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you, Gene, it's so simple. There's a letter already populated, or you can edit it and write your own. Yeah, I wrote my own. I, I just added a paragraph at the Well, end. I had to give my opinion of Attorney General Paxton. Oh, that was so nice Uh-oh. of you. <laughs> you might want to go uh, 
rewrite that because he's raising the level of our opinion every day, right? Oh, well, yeah, because now, I love this, he got a subpoena yesterday from the FBI. I saw that. (laughs) I love it. And last night, the Supreme Court refused to hear his frivolous lawsuit. He was trying to overturn the elections in other states. And the Supreme Court said, hey, remember what state you're from? You're from Texas. And you're trying to overturn the, the thing in Wisconsin. Uh, you know, you're not in Wisconsin, are you, Mr. Paxton? He said, well, I'm not sure. And <laughs> I'm not sure. Well, he said something to that effect. Is he confused? Is that yeah. what all this is? Is he confused? Does he maybe have some type of uh, illness that is not allowing him to think rationally? So, Michelle Goodwin, that's... then from the Te- Texas State Employees Union, you're saying that this is plain union busting. This is union busting. It just makes it difficult. It makes people scared and worried to join the union. And also, it gives them a false understanding of what the union's about. And, uh, I mean, the First Amendment in, it, in itself is so ridiculous that, yeah, it's, it's like union suppression, I would say. It's like they like to do voter suppression. It's uh-huh. union suppression. And people yeah. can call us and ask a question, Michelle. They can ask us if they call 972-647-1893. I think Miles has already got a call waiting. So, Michelle, you stay on, and uh, okay. we'll we'll let this caller come in. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello. Hello. Are you on the air? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go yeah. ahead. Hello. Go ahead. Yeah, you're, you're, you're on the air. Calling, I couldn't, I couldn't pass up the opportunity to come in on that Kent Paxton situation. Uh-huh. I can't believe that our our state governor, I mean our governor, is allowing the attorney general to make such a mockery out of our state. You know, this guy, he's been charged with multiple felony crimes. He's a criminal himself, and they're allowing him to try to take something to the Supreme Court. He's a, it, 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 it makes a mockery out of our justice department, and it makes a mockery out of our state government. That's all I got to say. Well, do you think he's also a union buster? Well, he, he, he's a criminal, what he is. Mm-hmm. He's a union buster. He's a criminal. Uh, the state of Texas, they don't have money to expand Medicaid, but yet they have money to bring forth frivolous lawsuits to the Supreme Court. Yeah. They don't know what a criminal is saying. We didn't, we didn't mention that. You're saying that Paxton spent Texas money on this frivolous lawsuit. Absolutely. These are taxpayer dollars. I know. This money don't come from just out of the clear blue sky. Did he ask you if he could spend it for that? Did he ask you if he could spend it for that? No, he didn't. He didn't ask me either, Gene. Did he ask you? (laughs) Wow. He did did not ask me. Mm. Well, we appreciate you saying so, brother. Thank you very much. And you can call us, too, at 972-647-1893. We've been talking with Michelle Goodwin. You still there, Michelle? I am, and that guy is so right. What a ridiculous use of our taxpayer money. So what do you and want people to a, do about Paxton? You want them to go to your website? Yes, they can go to Texas State Employees Union website, and they can find that easily by Googling it. Mm-hmm. Or they can go straight to the Action Network and search for Texas State Employees Union to find the letter that we're asking them to sign on to. Mm-hmm. So people should sign that letter. And it's a way of standing up against union busting and Ken Paxton. That's right. That's right. This is another another one of those deals that comes up on this program all the time. 
where Bonnie asked people, which side are you on? It's Don't pretty, you, Bonnie? Yeah, I do. I ask people, which side are you on? Are you on the side of, of Ken Paxton and the bosses? Or are you on the side of the workers that are trying to make things better for everybody concerned? Yeah, are you on Michelle Goodwin's side or are you on, on Ken Paxton's side? Oh, no, me and Michelle, we're on the same side. Yeah, we're on the same side, but it's not about me. It's about the 40,000-plus state employees that want to earn better wages and get benefits and be treated fairly on the job. Amen. And you can talk, too, at 972-647-1893. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Uh, hello. Hello. You're on the air. All right. Uh, my question to Michelle is uh, <clears throat> if uh, the state can get away with doing this, uh, why couldn't the uh, the city and the county and the school district do the same thing? All right. We'll ask Michelle Goodwin. Uh, you're 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 talking about state employees, but what about all the city employees and county employees? Would are they in danger if uh, the state gets away with this? Well, this action actually applies to more unions than the Texas State Employees Union. Um, it also applies to workers at prison law enforcement, any teachers, anybody in Texas could be affected. I think they're even trying to enact different laws for different unions, which is crazy. And then as far as uh, the question, state and, I mean, county and local, I don't see why if they get by with doing it to us, it can't trickle down to everybody else in Texas. And the old saying in, in the unions is an injury to one is an injury to all. So if they get away with this, they're coming after you next. Is that Amen. right? Mm-hmm. Amen. Miles, and are there still, are there still more people calling? Okay, well, Miles has got some more calls for us at 972-647-1893. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hey, Gene and Bonnie. How you hey, doing? Good morning. Hi. This is Imani. Yes, Here's sir. a cheerful voice. Well, I am cheerful because I, I have a lot of people. We work together. We found out that... I can't believe the Texas people are so ignorant. Don't they see Texas trying to get a, a pardon? They can't see that. They can't see that they, they beloved, let's make America, uh, you know, the blank again. If they tell him, it's that they are trying to start a civil war, but they his own blind. I can't believe our people are that, that, you know, that unlearned. Yeah, they have. There is one of the one of the state legislators is going to introduce a bill to secede from the union. In the coming legislative session. Yeah. He does that every, every session. You know what they're trying to do? They're trying to succeed because I, we understand this, this country, what this country was built on, and that's capitalism. And capitalism has to have two parts. They have to have labor, they have to have land, resources, labor, and that's what they build on. It's bottom pay to bottom, makes the rich people richer. And this is the shame that tax and use our tax money. And the Supreme Court said, we won't even take this thing. He's trying to get a part. Do you have, Mimani, do you have anything encouraging to say to Michelle Goodwin and the fighters in the state employees union? What would you I, tell I them? I want to tell them, America, I fought for the America. I have two honorable discharges. I love America. I'm black, and I love America. And I don't want, I, I don't, I, I, what we got to do is do what you do. See, it all starts with loving one another. Once we love one another, then we get the respect and the trust we need with each other. And then we can work together because... Faith without works is dead. If you don't give up, I'm with you, and I love everybody because I can't love God until I love everybody else. 
All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. And, Michelle, that that was encouraging. People can call us at 972-647-1893. What effect, Michelle, will this uh, anti-union busting, this disgusting union busting, have uh, particularly on minorities and women? Are there any particular aspects of it uh, in that regard? Because... Uh, I was talking earlier about the unemployment crisis, which is like four times worse than what's being reported. if you're black. <laughs> yeah. And also the COVID crisis, like four times worse if you happen to be black. Yep. So uh, with that, uh, how does that affect uh, the, uh, the Texas State Employees Union, Michelle? Well, state workers largely are women, and there's a, a large percentage of them are women of color. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're after their pension. Does That's your does your think. union stand up for civil rights and stand up for for uh, people of color? Gene, every union is a civil rights union, a social justice union, don't you think? We definitely are a social justice union, and we stand up for people, all people, all right, women of color, women, any minority. I mean, that's the essence of the whole thing, I think. We have to take a break, but we'll be back with Michelle Goodwin of the Texas State Employees Union in just a minute. Oh, We're back on the Workers' Beat with Bonnie <laughs> Mathias and Gene Lance. You can call us at 972-647-1893. We've been talking with Michelle Goodwin of the Texas State Employees Union because there's major union busting going on. And, Michelle, what is it that you're trying to get people to do? We're trying to get people to go to the Access Network and uh, search for Texas State Employees Union and sign on to a letter to the comptroller. Where mm-hmm. We're asking him to keep the rules in place that we've used for the last 30 years with never one single instance of fraud or abuse. Don't There's change no to the new union busting. Yeah, no no need to change the rules now. It was pretty hard anyway, wasn't it? Isn't it pretty hard to sign up state employees because they're all over the state? It's pretty hard. We have 10 organizers traveling the whole state of Texas. and uh, Only 10? Only 10? Approximately. Let's say approximately 10. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, I got to say that uh, you guys always stand up for what's right. Texas State Employees Union uh, is part of CWA, my union, Communications Workers of America. And I got to tell you, they're tough and they're strong and they fight like crazy. And they're also very fair. Yes. And, because Absolutely. it was a major issue. It was a major addition to the civil rights movement. When TSEU was formed, I was there. I remember when it was formed. Wow. Uh, so what, uh, why, when you organize somebody, Michelle, what do you tell them? Uh, is there something about the state, Texas State Employees Union that, that you tell people that, uh, that they'll benefit from when they sign up? Yes, I tell them Texas doesn't like to give raises to state employees that like to take away benefits. Mm-hmm. It's gone after their pension multiple times. It's gone after the longevity pay, which is a small raise they get every two years. It uh, tries to increase their benefits. 
uh, their uh, insurance benefits. They don't ever want to reward them for their work. They just want to take away. And we fight for additions, not subtraction. Amen. So that, so it's a good idea for the state workers. But there's a lot of state workers, and it's hard to reach them all. I hope a bunch of them are listening right now. You know, we reach all the way up to Denton, so uh, and also in Arlington. There's a bunch of people who work at uh, UTA, and a bunch of people who work at North Texas in Denton. A bunch of people who work in the in the in the uh, Dallas version of North Texas University. What? And I'm wondering, are they all eligible to join your union? They are. We have members of state agencies like uh, Department of Family Protective Services and the Food Stamp Office and the Parole Office. We're at state universities, state hospitals, mm-hmm. um, and stuff like that. People that get paid from the comptrollers can join our union. So if they get a check from state work from the Texas state, then uh, they ought to be in your union. And that includes uh-huh. our legislators. And, the leg- and a lot of them are members. A lot of them are. Because I know uh, every now and then I, I talk to, uh, what was that woman's that was here, uh, black hair? Uh, you used to work for her. Oh, Ana Maria Ramos. Yeah, she was yes, a member. she still is. She's a member of yes. the Texas State Employees Union. Well, that's a good thing. But, but coming up on the legislative session, Michelle, uh, it looks like Texas State Employees Union is really going to have a burden to try to get uh, their members represented when the legislature is in session. Did you know that uh, the former Speaker of the House was floating the idea of 5% pay cuts to state employees what? to make up for the COVID budget deficit? They were going to cut world, cut everybody's pay. By 5%. Why in the world does it fall on the backs of state employees to make up for the COVID deficit? That's a dang They're good question. workers. Exactly. During the... Uh, COVID crisis. Well, I'm glad to know that your union stood up against that and represented your members. Yeah, we're not going to let that happen. How awful. You yeah. know, what kind of a human being, I'm starting to think maybe they're not, okay? Because these folks don't seem to have any compassion or empathy for anyone or anything. It's what? true. I mean, Texas state employees are some of the least paid state workers in the country. Is that right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And now he wants to make it even worse? Oh, my Lord. Mr. Paxton well, has... Uh, he's gone. Uh, Dennis Bonham, who wanted to do that, Speaker of the House, is gone. That's and true. And hopefully the next one's not going to pursue that terrible idea. Oh, I hope not. I hope so, too. Uh, you can call us at 972 647 one eight nine three. If you want to get your two bits in, we were talking about the legislative session. It starts in January, sometime around Martin Luther King's birthday, uh, around the twentieth or so. No, and uh, I know that uh, among us retirees, older people like me, uh, our main issue is going to try to be to get them to pass Medicaid extension, so that another million Texans can get insurance. Uh, do you, does your union have any position on Medicaid extension? We don't take an official position, but I got to tell you, many state employees' children are on Medicare, mm-hmm. and that would be valuable to us. So definitely, that is something we strongly support. We just don't get into that comes under a federal law. I see. And we mm-hmm. can, yeah. But it's really sad that we have our Texas state employees' children are on 
Children's Health Insurance Program, which is part of Medicaid. Because they don't Because make, they don't make enough to have the kids on their insurance so because they charge too much. It, these are programs for poor people, and yet the state workers, some of them, qualify. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Is that over right, Michelle? 6, 000, over 6,000 state employees are on food stamp benefits also. What? Over 6,000 state employees are so poor that they get food stamps. They qualify for some food stamps. In uh, the food stamp office where they administer the program, many employees also are beneficiaries of the program. And they're members of the, and they're members of the Texas State Employees Union, or they ought to be, right? They ought to be. Mm-hmm. And if they're not, they better get to get to stepping. I want to bring up something else while we're bad-mouthing the state of Texas. Well, the session starts January the 12th. January 12th. Okay. Is that a Tuesday? Uh, I don't know. Right on. Because I know that the the Texas Alliance for Retired Americans has a big event on the 9th, which is a Saturday. Okay. So So it must be a Tuesday when they start. Okay. Here's something that Texas is doing that is truly disgusting. In the middle of a, of a gigantic unemployment crisis, which is probably the worst in a 100 years, Texas is doing something that prison officials promised would not happen. They are using slave prison labor to compete directly with outside firms in areas that go far beyond traditional in-house operations like building furniture for use by the state or making license plates. In an article in the Houston Chronicle, it says that the Texas Department of Criminal Justice placed the lowest competitive bid to replace tire treading for the Houston city vehicles. In other words, they're taking our jobs and and taking them them into the prison system and using slave labor at a time when people are going hungry because they're unemployed. And those guys that work in those Texas state prisons should all be in the union. Every single one of them should be. Yes, they should. And uh, Michelle Goodwin would sign them up. How do people sign up, Michelle, if they're just listening and they don't know uh, how, to get on, uh, how to get on your program? They can very easily and quickly Google Texas State Employees Union and go to our website and join right there online. You can join on the website. Yes, you can. How much is, how much is dues? How much does it cost? There's a, there's a sliding fee based on income, and the lowest dues amount is $17, and then it goes up $1 to $2 I see. there, depending on your salary. God, people in my union are paying like 50 or 60 bucks a month. That's how much I paid when I was working. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. And you and some people <laughs> in, can get into the Texas State Employees Union for 17 bucks a month. Yep, I think when I was uh, when I worked for Ana Maria Ramos, I think my my dues were like 25 bucks a month. Uh-huh. That's because you aren't making that much money. Right. <laughs> so the Texas State Employees Union has a sliding scale. People can call us at 972-647-1893, especially if you want to know more about the Texas State Employees Union because we've got organizer Michelle Goodwin online. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello. Good morning. Good Hi, morning. you're on the air. Hey, uh, you don't lose your right to join a union if you're convicted of a felony? No, sir. Wow. I guess they ain't thought of that yet, huh? <laughs> don't I give them any right ideas. To, you lose your right <laughs> to protect yourself. You lose your 
right to get federal assistance or county assistance. Or, mm-hmm. I mean, you're still paying your debt after you get out. Yeah. That's bizarre. So tell me how a person in prison, which basically loses all their rights because they're in prison and contained, uh, can uh, join a union when you're in prison. So what what Bonnie said, okay, thanks very much for calling. But what Bonnie actually said was that People who work the in employees. prisons, the employees, the prison guards, prison and guards, and the people staff. that clean up, yeah, yeah. people do the cleaning, people that work in the cafeteria and all that, they can join. And around here, it seems like the university people are the ones that are, are make good targets uh, because we have a, a caller all the time, time named Joshua. And he is forever trying to get people to join the Texas State Employees That's Union. Right. And I've forgotten what university he's around. I think he's in, I think he's in Denton mm-hmm. at, uh, the, uh, what is that, University of North Texas? But is university employees it? should join. <laughs> I'm old. I can't help it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, university employees should join. Every single state rep mm-hmm. should be a member of the union. Because let me tell you, they don't pay those folks anything. And also, you, uh, you were saying, Bonnie, that people who work for the state reps yes. can join. Staff, absolutely. Every single person that gets a check from the comptroller of the state of Texas is, as long as they're not management. Sorry, let me clarify that. You know who else can join? Students, students at state universities who are doing college work study and work for the university part-time while they go to school. On a fellowship or something? Mm-hmm. Well, some of them work in the bookstore and the library and stuff. Mm-hmm. All of them. We have many of those uh, students in the union. And, awesome. and they should join. Yeah. And also, this this is a good way to become part of the progressive movement. Because the Texas State Employees Union is always right there. When we are when we are fighting for civil rights, we're fighting for Black Lives Matter, or anything that comes up, Texas State Employees Union is there with us. That's right. Is that not true, uh, Michelle? That is true. And everything we do, you guys are right there with us, too. And we appreciate it. You know, we have to stick together because we are stronger together. There was a time, (laughs) there was a time a long time ago when my union, the UAW, was really uh, almost the only one you saw. Really? Uh, Well, you look at, for example, the uh, the 1963 March on Washington, which people see that as as a real cornerstone of the the civil rights movement. There was one white guy standing up there, and he was the president of my union. What? That's pretty cool. So there was two unions. It was the Brotherhood of Sleeping Car Porters. Well, they actually organized that march. Uh, A. Philip Randolph actually organized that march. Martin Luther King kind of stole the whole thing because he was the best speaker. But uh, he didn't organize it. It was A. Philip Randolph, a union man, that organized it. And then there was one white guy, and he was from my union, the auto workers union. Uh, later on, during the anti-war movement, you saw almost no union people because uh, the president of the AFL-CIO was for the war. Uh, but wow. my uh, people from my union, especially Dave Elsula, who was the editor of the union newspaper, uh, were, were anti-war. And there were people from the meat cutters. Now, now they don't have the Meat Cutters Union anymore. They call it the United Food and Commercial Workers. Still a very progressive union, very outstanding union. Absolutely. Even in our Dallas AFL-CIO, 
when uh, when people when people uh, are doing Serrano. stuff, Chip Serrano's going there comes Chip Serrano. He's on. Uh, he's also active with the labor uh, LCLAA, LACLA. LACLA, yes. Labor Committee yes. for Latin American Advancement. Yes. And uh, and Michelle, I know that women have a big stake in the union movement. Would you say that it's true that there are more women joining unions today than men? You know, Gene, I don't know. I think that. Uh, Texas State Employees Union is pretty evenly distributed. Mm-hmm. I don't know nationwide. Do you? Have you looked at the stats on that? Yeah, I have, and, and, and I wouldn't have asked you if I didn't know the ah, answer. He's so funny. <laughs> there are more women joining, and also there are more minorities joining. There have always been a heavy proportion of minorities who are seeking uh, union protection because they're the ones getting attacked all the time. Yeah. And another strange thing that came up in the, in the, uh, in the internet this week that is a surprise to me because everybody is, is, uh, pushing charities and saying, well, you know, we need to, we need to help, for example, with the North Texas Food Bank. Right. Well, you know who gives the most money? Black Americans. The poorest people give the most money. Yeah. That's the truth. Wow. Yeah. I got this from the Washington Post. Uh, it might surprise you to know that black Americans give a larger share of their wealth to charities than any other racial group in America. Wow. So wow. just forget about calling them welfare queens and stuff like that, like Reagan used to do. Oh, my gosh. Okay. They're the ones that give, aren't they? Yep, mm-hmm. yep. And uh, I, did a, I did a study of my own union back when I was working in the, in the, the plant at LTV. I did a study uh, of by race. Because the company would give us lists of uh, who was a union member and who wasn't, and they had race on there. So I checked. Oh, my God. And the, and the average for white people at that time when I checked it, me and Jay Dunn did this, uh, well, the average for white people was, was that it was 14% of them were not union members. And then the average for Latin Americans was 14% of them were not union members. And the average for Asians was a 14% of them we're not union members. And the average for African-Americans was that there was two of them. Wow. In the whole plant. Wow. And at that time, we had 4,500 members. There Man. was two non-members. Their name was Clark. And they actually, they got in and out of the union. So at the time that we checked, me and Jay checked, the, the Clarks were out. Mr. I remember those Clark. folks. Yeah, coming in, getting out. <laughs> yeah. They, you come in right before the contract so you can vote for it, and then you get out right yeah. after. So yeah. I asked. I asked the old man of the, the old man of the union. His name was B.J. Meeks, who just died like two weeks ago, oh, I'm so by sorry. the way. But B.J. Oh, Meeks was the expert. And so I asked him, why is it that African-Americans are so good about joining the unions and all these other racial groups are not that good? He said, because they know more about oppression than other people do. And so they seek union. They seek, they know that they need the union and they join it. 972-647-1893. We're talking with Michelle Goodwin from the Texas State Employees Union about the Texas State Employees Union. And you're trying to get people to write some letter. How do they do that? They go to the Action Network or they Google just in their Google search bar, Texas State Employees Union. Uh-huh. And on our website or at the Action Network, they can sign on to the letter. It's already populated going to the comptroller, simply asking him not to change the rules regarding joining the union. And you can add your own. You can actually write your own letter yeah. through that form, or you can just add to the one that's already there. Or you can just put your name on it. <sighs> 
It's easy. It's Take, so simple. Takes sure. about a half. A, takes a half a minute. And if you're already in Action Network, you don't even have to do anything. Well, what is this Action Network? How do you get on that, Bonnie? Uh, God, I've been on it for so long, I don't remember. This is Texas. Uh, it's the Texas AFL-CIO. Yes. Okay. Thank the you. Texas AFL-CIO is the umbrella organization for all of us uh, union members in Texas, <laughs> and uh, they have what they call the Action Network. In other words, they they go from one issue to the next one. Right now, the big issue is that the is the union busting being aimed against the thousands, tens of thousands of people who work for the state. And this all started, you said, with a certain attorney general who is... What do you think of that attorney general? I think that uh, he needs to go to jail sooner, not later. (laughs) We have to take a break. We'll be back with Michelle. We're back with the Workers Beat with Bonnie Mathias and Gene Lance. We've got Michelle Goodwin from the Texas State Employees Union online. You can call us at 972-647-1893. The station actually loves it when you call. We like it, too. And everybody does. Because we have such intelligent uh, uh, listeners. Well, in the name of the station... Hello, the voice of the people. All right. And that doesn't mean the voice of the bosses. That means the voice of the workers and the Mm -hmm. people. There's a tax on the workers everywhere. The Social Security Administration has a proposal to get to cut into Social Security disability benefits that would hurt a half a million Americans. That's the main issue going on right now with the Texas uh, Alliance for Retired Americans. It's absolutely outrageous. The, they don't uh, make squat now. How can you take it away? But that's what they're trying to do. Oh. And uh, they're actually just pushing people into poverty and into starvation. And it's going on right now. It seems like it's incredible. It's so incredible that people don't want to believe it. Yeah. yeah. But right now, even as we speak, the people who are making a living barely making a living, and a lot of them are not even making a living because they they still have to have food stamps, are working for the state. And the state is trying to cut into their ability to have a union. If you don't have a union, you really are probably scared to say anything. Uh, I would be. I would be too. But when I had a union, when I was in the shop and the union came and the boss came over to me and said, I'm going to talk to you about something that you did, I just say, I want the steward. <laughs> and then that I was just, amazing, wasn't it? I, I just then I just that. shut up because the steward would have had to get over there. That's right. He could chew the steward out all day if he wanted to. Yep. And the steward would just write it down because he's going to file charges against That's him. That's right. So we got Michelle Goodwin on there. Uh, and you're saying that people who work for the state and join your union have got some some rights. Is that not true? They've got rights and they've got the power of the numbers. Everyone can lift their voice together. That's right. That's exactly right. That's that's awesome. So you sign them up. 
and then they have some rights, and then they can stand up to the boss. Exactly. And also, when the state legislature comes around, they'll know that there's somebody in there fighting for them. That's right. And that starts January. And you know who that someone is. Mm -hmm. It's them. It's all about the members standing up together and doing the work. It's, uh, it's not something that the few people that work for the union can do. It takes everybody working together. Like Bonnie said, we're stronger together. That's right. The boss don't have to listen when the worker squawks, but they do have to listen when the union talks. That's it. So when we get together, then we can, then we can fight. That's exactly and so that's right. the whole idea of getting into a union. And you're saying now that the state workers all need to sign up, get on the program, Write a letter right now because you're defending their rights, uh, and and nobody else will. Yeah. If if you didn't have the Texas State Employees Union right now, and Mr. Paxton came up with his crazy idea to take away everybody's rights, uh, it would just go right on through. Yeah, it would just happen, mm -hmm. and then and, and then you'd be SOL once again. Yes, that's true. I tell you, I see people retire every day with their pension, their state pension, which is a really good fund. Yeah. The state wants that fund. They want yeah. to take that money. They're doing what they can to get it, and we they have to go through us to get it, and they haven't been able to get it yet. But that's what this is all about. They want to weaken the union so they can get the pension, I believe. I believe the pension fund is the prize for the rich people. Yep. Yeah. Because if they can get that and stick it in the stock market, then all their stock will go up. Yep. And, uh, and all the other people will go broke. Yeah. Oh, wow. Why is that just so messed up? It is. And it's, and it's really coming to a head now because if, they, if Congress doesn't do something, a lot of people are going to lose their unemployment benefits at the end of this month, just yeah. in the next two weeks. Yeah. And, and nearly 12 million renters who owe an average of 5850 in back rent and utilities are going to get evicted because they right now there's a little bit of federal protection against getting evicted, but uh, uh, at least 9 million people are in danger of being evicted at the end of this month. Incredible as that may seem. Yeah. And if they don't have any unions standing up for them, then it's just that much worse. Uh, and the COVID, how has the COVID affected uh, workers in the state, uh, Michelle? Our workers are at risk. I had a member uh, message me the other day, and her exact words in all caps was, we all get COVID. Oh, um, the state's not taking the precautions that are available to them. They're just mm -hmm. sending their workers out oh, to be exposed. It's really a shame. Some yeah. of the agencies are working from home, but some of them are doing a terrible job. Oh, my God. That's horrible. So, so union workers are in danger of the COVID, too. We have a caller. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Good morning. You're on the air. Good morning. Hi. Hey. Hey. This is a, this is a union man. You're a union man, right? Crew, I had nothing to do with that. They had a whole crew to go out and hide or go out somewhere. 
and somebody gets sick or somebody uh, get hurt, they come get me work in their places. But for that day, the whole crew was there. I ain't had nothing to do. I got my newspaper stuff now, but they got a newspaper. And uh, here comes the supervisor. He gonna make me a job. He could come to me. Bobo come and throw me. What he did, I went on with him. He gonna throw some lumber across the table. They call it a rough house. I put two on the bunk. He went and throw the second one across the bunk. And here comes the union president walked on his head. What you trying to do? He said, oh, man, got nothing to do. I'm trying to find him to do. He said, what was he doing at first? Reading newspaper. He said, but still, you know you ain't supposed to work. Still, down there and do something go high. That's what I started going on to the plane. Oh, wow. Because the man wanted a stacker. He said, hey, the boss said, I want you on that stacker. I said, I don't work over here. So, I, I thought you did, but you were going to be over there. <laughs> so it was a lot better to have a union than not to have one, wasn't it? Sure is. Sure is. We got we to gotta give Michelle Goodwin one last shot. Thanks, brother. Thank you so Michelle much. Michelle Goodwin, you still online? I am. All right. What is it that you want everybody to do to try to save unionism in Texas? I'm asking people to go to Texas State Employees West Union's website and sign on to the letter that, to the comptroller mm-hmm. and just simply ask him to leave our current rules in place. There's no need to change the rules now. All right. Thanks to Michelle Goodman from the Texas Thanks, State Employees Michelle. Union. We want to say one last thing. We want to say a big thank you to the Peace Center. For giving Bonnie and me an award, and here's what they said. Today, they said, we honor KNON's Workers Beat, a talk show whose mission is to be the voice of the people in the Dallas area. They provide unique programming to reflect the diversity of the entire community. And that was very nice. We won. We did. It was called the Media Accountability Award from the Dallas Peace and Justice Center. Okay, when Bonnie and I take off in about 30 seconds, don't call for the next 10 minutes because we ain't going to be here. They drive us out of here so they can fumigate the place before the next uh, show starts. So uh, I just want to say one thing. Donald Trump lost the election. Okay? (laughs) It's true. The Supreme Court said it's true. 50 states have said it's true. I'm sorry, 33 states have said it's true. There's still some of them hanging out there. That just hadn't got the message, but there you go. So you're saying Donald Trump lost the election? He did. Say goodbye, Bonnie. Goodbye, Bonnie.